Welcome to the Fulfilled You Podcast. The goal of this podcast is to defeat spiritual paralysis through connecting with God, building faith, and overcoming spiritual barriers. Hi, it's Twani or Dawn here, and today we're going to be talking about hope to uplift and encourage you. We're going to talk about what it is, what it looks like, some importance of it, and the practical steps that you can do to have this kind of hope, okay? So you're in the right place if you've been living with what you perceive as a half-empty cup, and you're ready to start seeing your cup as half-full now. You know that you've been guilty of stinking thinking and you're now ready to feel more empowered in your life. And if you desire to see and believe more of what's possible over what isn't. So if you are ready to to step into this episode, let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for the privilege of hope. I thank you so much that we can have hope in in future things and have hope in better things for our lives. I ask, Lord, that you would help us to see ways that we can have hope in our own personal life. I ask that you would bless this episode that your people will hear and understand and know what they can do to have a hope that uplifts them and encourages them. Thank you for everything. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So I want to start off with a scripture, and this scripture is Romans chapter 15, verse 13, and it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. So let's talk about what hope is. So the definition of hope is this, a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Now, I want to tell you a story or I want to remind you a story or or bring up a story from the Bible. And this story uh, is of David. Now, David was actually I'm this is I'm picking up at this at a certain point in the story. So David was going to bring food and things to his brother. To his brothers they were at war and so when he gets there he sees this this man this giant man taunting his people he's taunting the soldiers and he's like you know he's basically telling them you know he's discouraging them and you know haha you guys you guys are nothing and you know Come and fight me. And so David gets really upset. He has this this fire that comes inside of him. And 
of just just like I am going to take care of this. You guys might be afraid, but I'm going to take care of this this guy. And so he he steps up and he's like I'm going to I'll fight him. And it's funny because you know, you look at his, you know, he was obviously much smaller than this man, this this other man and and he he had he wasn't equipped. I'll just say that. He wasn't equipped in other people's eyes. This this big giant man that's been fighting for, for he he was a trained fighter and he says I'm going to go against him. The reason why he was able to say that was because he had seen God move in his life before in the past. So David was a shepherd. And as a shepherd, you have to take care of the sheep. If anything comes against the sheep, then you you take care of it. And so a bear came against the sheep and God helped him to take care of the bear. And so the, a lion came against the sheep and God helped him to take care of the lion. So now he's in a completely different circumstance with a human that is trained to fight. But he has this hope, a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. He knows that he also can go against Goliath. He can also go against this trained fighter. That is what hope is. Hope is taking what you know from what God has done for you in the past and stepping into your present and saying, oh, I know this is possible. It's inspired. It's uplifting. It's something that you know that God can do for you. And you know what? It doesn't have to be anything big like you, like with with uh, with David where he came against a whole bear and he came against a lion. It doesn't have to be anything like that. God gives us little victories in our lives. Every one of us has a little victory in our lives that we can go back to and say, oh, I know, I know God was with me right there. And every little victory counts. It counts as, as a testimony to show us what is possible with God. So what does hope to uplift and encourage you look like? So this is the inspired side of hope. It's seeing what's possible. It's overriding the negative with the positive or the impossible thoughts with the possible thoughts. It's overriding the impossible thoughts with the possible thoughts. It's remembering that with God, all things are possible. And now what's the importance of uplifting hope? It keeps you desiring to push forward. It gets you excited about what's to come. It helps you make progress 
and be progressive in your life and take steps that will move you forward in life because you know that God is with you. So now, what are some practical steps that you can do? One is you can pay attention to what you're thinking, okay? A lot of times we may, I know I used to believe that, I used to call myself um, a realist. And to me, that meant I was only going to um, believe it if I felt like it was real. You see, the problem with that was that certain things I hadn't seen yet and I hadn't experienced yet. So therefore, how would I know if something's real or not? Now, of course, there are things that are real, like electricity and God and, and you know, there are real things. But what I, what I was saying was things were only possible for me or to me if I saw it as something that was possible. And the reason why that was a problem was because when you're walking with God, you don't know what's possible. You don't, and that's a good thing because we aren't God and we're not supposed to know what's, what's possible for us. We are to rely on God and let him tell us and show us what's possible for us. And there's this other thing to think about too. There's certain things that certain other people may do And it might not be a thing for them, but it might be a thing for you. Or there might be certain things that that other people do that it's it's a it it works for you. So it might not work for them, but it works for you. And it's important for you to to align with God so you can know what those things actually are. When you have a hope to uplift and encourage you, you're not thinking about what you feel is possible or what you think is right or what you think will work or what you think is something that is is good for you. You're relying on God to to show you, wait a minute, that's not the best thing for you. It might help them, but it's not going to help you. And or if someone, it might not have worked for them, it didn't work for them, but guess what? It'll work for you. You're not so caught up in what you what you have seen in the past. Instead, you're caught up in what God is telling you. What he's telling you is, is right for you in your present and your future. So that is a big, big step, that it, which is paying attention to what you're thinking, paying attention to if you're having stinking thinking or not, paying attention to if you are, are, are believing something that is not necessarily true or believing that you can do something or believe that you can't do something. Uh, when you align yourself with God, you can gain a better focus on your thoughts. So the next thing is 
the next step is to replace negative thoughts with empowering thoughts. So earlier when I said that I labeled myself as a realist, um, I told myself what was and what wasn't possible. I told myself that based off of what I had seen before, and God wants to do something new in our lives. God's not trying to go off of what we've seen before, what we saw was possible before, what he did for somebody else. Now, having a testimony is awesome. And seeing someone else's testimony is awesome. And knowing what God has done for you in the past is awesome. But we can't stop there. We have to let God tell us what is possible. And I believe, going back to the story of David, I believe that God was in the midst there when when um, Goliath came against his people and David saw them. I believe that God was in the midst and God was saying, hey, David, this is a job for you. And I believe that David took the things that God helped him with in the past to push him forward into making a step towards something that everyone in the army felt was scary. But he had this holy confidence knowing that it was possible and that God would help him because he'd helped, he helped him in the past and he knew that he would help him then. I believe that he was connected with God in that way where God spoke to him and he believed it. The next thing is to tell yourself what is true. Now, earlier when I talked about being a, a realist, sometimes we can have a negative truth. It could be something that we've seen something in the past where we saw that this didn't work out. Or it didn't work out for someone else, so therefore it's not going to work out for us. In our minds, we're going to we believe that it's not going to work out for us. But there are other things that are true too. Just because we've seen something and not work for someone else, doesn't mean it's not going to work out for us. Um, one thing that's true. Let's go back to David. One thing that's true is that God did help David to go against the bear and the lion and God did help him to defeat them so if God was there in the past then God would be there in his present so that's what is true and when we align our thoughts when we change our thoughts to be more empowering to to have a holy truth to them, um, we have to, let me finish that thought first. When we align our thoughts and we, we line them up with a holy truth, we're able to see more in our lives and we're able to build our hope and be uplifted and inspired and encouraged to know that we can do more. So now back to the other part. Um, it's so important when that that 
it's so important for us to say see what is an empowering truth and what is a discouraging truth so god gives us empowering truths they're not truths to harm us or truths to have us do something stupid they're truths to progress us and to progress um what he would have for us to do and progress the world and progress um what god's plan is for our lives so god's truth is progressive okay now the enemy has what he considers truth as well and it there are is some truth in it but there's also some 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 things wrapped in it that is very discouraging so let's say let me think of something let's say um um let's say i have a a a problem with something let's say i am not so good at at drawing let's say that okay and but i want to create a book now God's empowering truth would say, girl, you can figure this out. You know, you can use what you do know how to do. You, you, what do you know how to do? You know how to write. Okay, use that. Oh, you're good with, with, um, you're good with seeing, you know, seeing what things would look like in pictures and envisioning things. Use that. Maybe you can tell someone how you would want the book to look. But the enemy says this, girl, why why you want to get a book? Why you want a book? Don't you know you can't draw? Why would you why would you want to illustrate a book? You know, why would you want to have a book with with illustrations in it? You know you can't draw. You know you that's not your your strong suit. You know that and he he gets you to a point where you're like, "Oh, man, you're right. Maybe I shouldn't try." We have to come to a point where we're seeing what is an empowering truth and what is a discouraging truth because yeah okay maybe I might not be the best illustrator in the world but that doesn't mean that I can't progress and that I can't keep trying when you have an idea this is what this is this is a big thing to do when you get this idea and you're going to have both sides. You're going to have, but you don't know how to do that. Or what do you know about this? Or, girl, you can do that. You're going to get both of them. Okay. But you need to bring that to God. Bring it all to God. If you feel like, hey, but I don't know how to illustrate that is the truth. Bring that to God and say, God, here's the thing. I have this idea and I want to I want to run it by you. You know, I have this idea to have this book and I feel like it's inspired. I feel like it's something that you would want me to do. Can you show me some steps that I could take? Can you show me what I should do? Is there a way to work around me not knowing how to illustrate it? Is there a way to work around this certain thing? Is there a way to 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 make this work to make this happen and when you do that when you start aligning yourself up with god 
and say in in saying okay what is a positive truth what is a truth that i can work on and work with then you can see that that you are beginning to progress in life and not staying stuck because as long as you're playing that battle in your mind of oh you don't know how to do this but you can do this and you don't know how to do this as long as you're staying with that battle and you're working with that battle in your mind you're never moving forward but when you say okay god what can i do and god says oh all you have to do this let's go back to david so david he um he goes and he tells the king hey king um i'm going to, i want to fight this this uh this goliath that's coming against our people and mocking us i want to go out and fight him and so the king says okay so he gives him his armor and and he sets him out to to fight goliath and David, he he has it on. Now, I don't know if it fit him just right or if it was too big or what. I don't know. But what I do know is that David was a shepherd and he wasn't a soldier. And when he had that armor on, he knew that it wasn't right for him. He knew that God had been with him in a different kind of way and God was going to work through him in a different kind of way. And so he took what he knew was truth and he stepped forward in that. And so instead of going out there with his sword, Goliath had a sword, probably was a huge sword because he was a huge man. (laughs) And instead, David goes out with some stones, five smooth stones he picked up from from the... um, from the river bank or somewhere like that. He he picked up five smooth stones. And so he goes out against Goliath with his stones. Now, to some that sounds foolish, but guess what? It wasn't foolish for David because he had he had tried not not it's not the word tried. It's not that's not the word I'm looking for. He had spent time with God in the past he had seen what was possible with him in the past and he wasn't reliant upon what he felt like you know what other people said was was good for him or what he should do instead he put his hope in God he put his hope in what he knew that God could do through him and so when when you are moving forward in your hope make sure you are aligning yourself with god make sure you are aligning yourself with what god says is true for you and that you're not focused on what other people say is good for you and you're not focused on so much of protecting yourself and trying to protect god but you're opening yourself up to say, God, whatever you say, that's what I'm going to do. And I feel like the things that David did were inspired by God, that it wasn't just him choosing to go out there and, and fight. It wasn't just him choosing to 
to deny the the armor and instead pick some stones he was aligning himself with God and he was doing what God was showing him to do he was being led by God so it's so important for us as we're moving forward in hope and being uplifted by what we know God has done in the past and know what God can do in the future and in our present, that we align ourselves up with God as well. Okay, so this is what I love to do. I love to, when God gives me an idea about something and he tells me what is truth and he He gives me he encourages me and pushes, helps me push forward. I like to write it down. So that would be the next step that I would say to do is once you know what God would have you to do, write it down. So I'm going to review those things, those practical steps. And that is pay attention to what you're thinking. Replace your negative thoughts with empowering ones. Tell yourself what is true. Ask God what is true for you and write it all down. Okay, so you now know how to combat your stinking thinking with some positive thinking. You also know how to move forward with God in hope. You no longer have to be held back by discouraging beliefs because you now know how to find encouraging truths to help you progress in your life with God. I think those are some awesome points that you can take away and some awesome things that you can implement in your life. You know what I think we should do? I think we should pray and I think we should Thank God for these awesome steps, for this awesome opportunity to be able to move forward and have hope that uplifts and encourages us. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much that you are the one that shows us what's possible that you are the one that that guides us and keeps us. I thank you so much that you are the one that is with us, the one that has been with us in the past and will be with us in this very moment and will be with us for the rest of our lives. I just thank you so much that you are a good God that, that is with us, that cares. Thank you, God, that you care about us. Thank you, care. Thank you so much that you care about what we need. Thank you for caring about what's important to us. Thank you for caring about our lives progressing. And I ask, Lord, that you would help us to move forward in hope. Help us to keep hopeful thoughts. Help us to have um, thoughts that are based in truth and empowering truth and not discouraging truth i ask lord that you would help us to filter our thoughts and know the difference help us to to see when we are walking down the path of discouraging um truth and help us to to reroute our walk 
and move forward in what is good for us and what is empowering and will help us to move forward with you. Thank you so much for for being with us. And I ask that you will guide us to find practical things that we can do and help us to use these practical steps that was learned in this episode to be able to use them in our own lives. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for taking time to experience this episode. I hope this information has been helpful to you. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I invite you to subscribe to subscribe to this podcast and come back next week where we'll be talking about hope to progress you. Do you need a little more help in your faith walk? Do you feel there is a disconnect in what you desire spiritually and what you're actually living? Well, much of that is because your physical and spiritual life are not in alignment. Meaning, there are some physical things you are doing and believing that are affecting or hindering your spiritual growth. So, do you want to learn how to become more physically and spiritually aligned? Well, that starts with getting to know God better. I have written a book called Your Fulfilled Life. This is a guide to understanding who God is and what He truly desires for you. You will learn who God is through understanding the fruit of His Spirit and also learn some practical things you can implement in your own life to live a life more full of vigor and vitality and filled with God's Spirit, which is your fulfilled life. You can find this book on my website, fulfilledyou.com. That's F-U-L-L-F-I-L-L-E-D, the letter U.com. If you're needing something like this in your life, or you know someone who does, grab this book at fulfilledyou.com. You have just listened to the Fulfill You podcast with Twani or Don. We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast. And you can connect with us at fulfilledyou.com. Don't forget to join next week for another episode. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you.